the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 13th chapter. Let us stand for the reading of the Gospel. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to Jesus, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow and the third day. I finished my course. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it, how often would I have gathered your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. Behold, your house is forsaken, and I tell you, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This is the gospel of the Lord. I want to begin today by telling you about one of my favorite words in the English language. You have a favorite word? One of my favorite words in the English language is penultimate. Penultimate. I don't use it very often, but it's one of my favorite words, penultimate. Now, we know what ultimate is. The ultimate is the best. It is the highest. You, you can't beat the ultimate. When we say that someone made the ultimate sacrifice, that means they died for something. You can't do anything more than, than die for something. In sports, if you talk about the ultimate accomplishment, I guess that would be winning an Olympic medal. The ultimate is the highest and the best. And then there's penultimate. The pen in penultimate comes from the Latin word pine, P-A-E-N-E, and it means almost. And we find the word pen of penultimate in the word peninsula. And in insula is the Latin word for island. And a peninsula is an almost island. You see, Florida is an almost island. It could be an island. It's an almost island. And so some things are ultimate. And some things are penultimate. Now I'd like my slide. Now this comes up today because of today's text. Because we're going to talk about citizenship where this says, our citizenship is in heaven. That is to say that a Christian's ultimate citizenship is not here. Our ultimate citizenship is in heaven. Now, I brought along today my passport. How many of you have a passport? A lot of us have a passport. Well, this, is, this tells my citizenship. It says who I am. And when you travel overseas, you need one of these for your identity. In 1988, Val and I were taking the train from Copenhagen, Denmark, 
to Rome and Italy. And we came into Italy and it was getting close to nighttime. And the conductor came around and he collected the passports. I gave it to him reluctantly, figuring I was going to get it back right away. But it didn't come back and it didn't come back. And all of a sudden I felt kind of naked because I didn't have proof of my citizenship. Well, we went to sleep. I didn't sleep very well. The next morning, he came back with my passport, with the proof of my citizenship, the proof of my identity, and I felt good again. But this is not my ultimate citizenship. This is my Pen ultimate citizenship. This is my ultimate citizenship. My ultimate citizenship, your ultimate citizenship is in heaven. And so as Christians, we have to keep we have to keep straight your pen ultimate citizenship and your ultimate citizenship. Now I'm proud of this. I'm not saying we should be bad citizens. I'm just simply saying we need to know which citizenship is the most important. There's a lot of power in the fact that St. Paul wrote this letter to the Philippians. He wrote to the Philippians, our citizenship is in heaven. Because Philippi, the city of Philippi, was a Roman colony. When the Romans conquered someplace... At every important juncture at, at, the cro- at a crossroads or a, a special place that would have military importance, they would build a city. They would build a Roman city. It was populated largely by Roman citizens, many of them soldiers who had served their 21 years in the military and had been given Roman citizenship. Now we saw in, on Wednesday how important Roman citizenship was. Because as bad as a Roman citizen might have been, you could not crucify a Roman citizen. You could not degrade a Roman citizen so much by crucifying that person. So Philippi was a a Roman colony. It was a little bit of Rome, surrounded by Greece. Macedonia. In Philippi, Latin was spoken. They wore Roman dress. It was filled with Roman customs. Justice was dispensed by Roman magistrates. The people who lived there may never have been to Rome, but at the same time, Because they were in Philippi, they were in fact in Rome. It was a little bit of Rome surrounded by other people. And they were citizens of Rome and they were proud of it. And to those people, St. Paul wrote, oh, no, 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 no. Our citizenship is in heaven. Now we see that today. Uh, when we lived in Norway, from time to time, we would go to the, uh, the, Norwegian, the Norwegian embassy in, in Oslo. 
And when we walked in the door, we were in the United States. This was America. It was American flags. Or everything was American. Out there were all those Norwegians. <laughs> but here, we were in America. And American law applied to us. We're going to hear on Wednesday how, when we were in Sao Paulo, we went to the home of the American consul in Sao Paulo. The same thing applied. We were in his home, and we were in, we were in America. A little bit of America, surrounded by, by all those, those Brazilians. Now, what does this have to do with us? Well, our citizenship is in heaven. And when, when we walk in those doors... We enter a new country. We enter a new land where this citizenship no longer applies. In here, we are citizens of heaven. We're different from the folks out there. One of the things that Jesus said that has struck me recently, Jesus said, Holy Father, the world does not know you. I want you to think about that. He said, the world does not know you. He looked around at the world. He looked at the Pharisees and the Sadducees. He looked at the Jews. He looked at the Romans and said, "Ah, the world does not know you. He said, I know you. He said, and my disciples know you. And the people who walk in this door know him. We, we who are of the fellowship of the cross, we're different from the folks out there. You know, most of those folks out there, they really don't care about God. They don't care about Jesus. They don't, do they? Someone complained to me the other day about what's happening to our country. The decrease of morals and values and standards. Well, I know what's happening to our country. Jesus said, Holy Father, the world does not know you, but I know, know you. And the people in this building know him. Here in this fellowship, heavenly principles apply. Here, we are ruled by the law of love. Here we love one another. Here we forgive one another. Here we help one another. Here we we live the life that Jesus Christ has given us. And we walk in that door. We are one. And it doesn't matter if you're root for Arkansas or Missouri or Texas, right? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican, Democrat. It doesn't matter. All of those earthly distinctions are swept away. When we lived in Norway, sometimes up to we'd have 20 or 25 countries represented in our church in a single day. Imagine that. The Great Commission was, Jesus said, go into the world and make disciples. Well, in that church, the world came to us. But when they walked in the doors of the American Lutheran Church in Oslo, all of those national divisions disappeared. 
and our true citizenship took hold. I'm so glad that our church has planted its flag out here in the world. I'm so glad that we're here in the hustle and bustle of the world. And we've set up this this, this little colony of heaven in this shopping center where people can come away and be amongst brothers and sisters in Christ and enjoy their heavenly citizenship. Now, this is really all about identity. In a couple of weeks on Wednesday night, you're going to hear about identity. But it's how you think about yourself that's so important. And one of the things I would like us to think about as brothers and sisters in Christ is that this church, this building, is a little bit of heaven. Haven't been to heaven yet, but when I walk in those doors, this is a little bit of heaven. Now you're going to find out about me that sometimes I have strange ideas. And A and B, I'm not ashamed to share them with you. You don't have to like it. But I've arrived at these conclusions on the basis of a lot of thought and prayer. I'm one of those people who thinks that um, the American flag has no place in a church building. You may think that that's unpatriotic. But if this is truly a little bit of heaven, that at least here, We don't need symbols that divide people. Just as you wouldn't find the Norwegian flag in the American embassy. Neither should we find anything that that separates us one from another. Not that we're bad citizens, not at all. But it says something about the fundamental nature of our church. That we have entered a building a colony building of heaven where all the things that divide us are taken away. I don't want you to think about that, but when I think about this as a little bit of heaven, as a colony of heaven, I think that's very important, and it's part of what we think about ourselves. So I want you to think about today about your citizenship. I want you to be a good one of these. That's really important. But I want you to remember who you are. Who we are. We're part of the fellowship of the cross. And when we come in those doors, we enter a new world. The brothers and sisters of Christ are gathered together to sing his praises, to be encouraged in the Christian life, and to go back out there with our lights shining. Amen.